Ladies and gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seat back and tray tables are stowed. Also this time, please put away all carry-on items, including laptop and devices of similar size for landing. landing. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to enter Culturama with Diva. Hello, Culturama listeners, and welcome to this exciting episode of Culturama with Diva, where simplicity is the best thing. This program is brought to you by Inner Sanctum Entertainment LTD in Trinidad and Tobago and Accessible Technology Solutions in Australia. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. We encourage you to listen and join us in a journey of cultures, ideas, and innovations as Diva takes us around the world with her guests. An amazing show with an amazing host. We thank you for accepting the challenge of opening your mind. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited and we are a proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. This episode is called Musical Slash Entertainment Industry. And I have a very special guest today. His name is Eddie Salcido. Hi, Eddie. How are you? Hello, Diva. Thank you for having me. I met Eddie through Facebook in one of those groups. You see, the power of social media just takes you a far way. And, you know, I commented on his post and here we are today doing an episode. Eddie is a music teacher and he is also a recording artist. Am I right, Eddie? That is correct, yes. Okay, before we get into the musical and the artist side of Eddie, we want to know more about you, you know, growing up, how did you end up being blind, all that, so take it away. Thank you. Well, I have a condition called microophthalmia, and I didn't get diagnosed with that until a few years ago when I was uh, in a band with an ophthalmologist. That was it. That was an interesting turn of events. I was born blind. I was born in 1975, and as far as growing up, it was a pretty normal childhood. Of course, there were things that I wanted to do that I wasn't allowed to do, that uh, those around me who, who cared for me didn't think I could do, but I compensated. And one of the ways I compensated was to learn many musical instruments. And in fact, this started when my mother put toys in the crib when I was an infant because she didn't exactly know what to do with me so she put musical toys in the crib and and we both believe that that's how my musical journey got started and then when I was about three uh, my father would have his friends over and they would participate in jam sessions which further got my curiosity going and I started playing piano when I was three and since then, I've been picking up musical instruments off and on, and playing them off and on, and really enjoying myself. My life is my music. It's also, in addition to being my career, 
It is also my leisure. Could you tell us about your life as a teenager growing up, your childhood days, you, you manage as a blind person, you know, equipment use, all that stuff. Yeah, but so, so the equipment that I used, it was interesting because that was in the days of the Apple IIe, the Apple II Plus. Um, so when I was when I was in elementary school is when we first started doing computers. And the speech then that was available is definitely not up to par with the speech that's available now with JAWS and voiceover and all these other screen reading technologies that we have. So, but it, it was great because it was something, it was accessible and funnily enough, I wrestled with computers when I first started. I did not have a good relationship with them. I couldn't figure out for the life of me how to work them very well. But when I got into my 20s is when I started really, really working them and really having access. So when I was a teenager, the, the internet hadn't even been it had been invented, but it wasn't in widespread use. So I was still using Braille. I was still using cassettes. And of course, with, with geometry, I had special tools, a, a protractor, a Braille protractor, uh, just all kinds of, of adaptive equipment. Uh, what's most memorable is what's called a swell board, which is a rubberized board where you put thermal form paper on it and you use a stylus to draw, you know, like a slate and stylus, you can use that to draw certain shapes. And it was pretty nifty, it was pretty cool. I still remember it to this day. And as far as integration with with sighted folks, that, that proceeded on a, a less than normal pace, but more normal than than some people who are blind. I always try to strive and make new friendships while keeping my identity. As far as social activities, like I said, that the music was my main thing. I never did participate in any kind of sports, but I did try. Uh, I, I did try marching band, or excuse me, jazz band one year. That was fun. I actually did that for two years. And so I did a few extracurricular activities, but I was, I was very much an introvert in my teenage years. It's funny because when I became 20 or 21 is when I started really becoming extroverted. And that's, I think, where my life kind of starts to take a different turn. What is your definition of music? My definition of music is what's in your soul, what's in your spirit, how you express that through sound. How do you express what you're feeling through your fingers, through your mouth, when you sing, through when you play your instruments? I mean, it, the, technically it's, you know, rhythm, melody, and harmony, but there's so much more to it than that. You can be a technician, but you, you, you can't be, um, a lot of people are technicians, but they're not musicians. I think there's a huge difference. You can do something mechanical, but to really feel it in your soul, to really have that passion, 
is something that I sep that I think separates the men from the boys, the women from the girls, if you will. That's what that's what my definition would be. Oh, awesome! So, Eddie, let me ask you: Who are some artists, like musical artists, that influence you in a positive way? There are a lot. There is Charlie Parker on the sax and on the flute. It it uh, would be. I think the guy's name is uh, Jean Paul something or other. Uh, as far as the piano, Beethoven, of course, Bach, Chopin, on uh, on the classical side, and on the uh, on the jazz side, more the smooth jazz side, would be George Benson on guitar. These are guys that I really listen to. I don't know how to emulate all of them quite, but I do my best. And one of the biggest influences was I was who I mentioned earlier, Charlie Parker, who was great on the alto sax, led a tragic life, but a very colorful life as many musicians do. You are a music teacher and songwriter. Tell us about your career. I started, <laughs> let's start with the songwriting. I, I started writing songs when I was 12 years old. My first, it's interesting because I was telling someone about this earlier. When I was 12 years old, I wrote a 1950s kind of a song. I was so proud of it, but looking back on it, it was such an amateur development. It was such an amateur effort, but it was the first effort. And I write things that are autobiographical. I've been through a lot of relationships, had a lot of longings, and I translate those into songs. Now, as far as my teaching career, it, it started very early on. I started teaching computer music for the blind. I did, I did a stint in Bridgeport, Connecticut in 1999 for the Music and Arts Center of, uh, for the Handicapped. And the way that came about, it's, it's, it's a fun story because it's one of those moments that is very serendipitous. In 1996, I was taking classes at a community college and we had practice rooms. And I went into what I thought was a practice room. It had a piano and I started playing the piano. And the, the teacher who was actually teaching the class in that room came up to me and told me that, that I'd interrupted a class. And the reason I didn't know it was a class was because everybody had earphones on because he was teaching Cubase, which is a music sequencing software that was that was in vogue at the time. So he said, you know, Eddie, come back after class and we can we can have a discussion, which I did. And from that discussion, he started writing cake talking scripts, which is which is the scripts that interface Jaws with the cakewalk program now the sonar program and uh, his name is that gentleman's name is, is david pinto and he started a, a a music school for the blind in 2003 i'd been to colorado and i i now live in california but i went to colorado in 2002 and came back to california in 2010 and resumed my professional relationship with Mr. Pinto at that point and 
that really inspired me to, because I, did, I didn't know if I was going to be able to teach children. I had very little patience for children at that point. And I took the job for economic reasons and ended up falling in love with it. I really enjoy teaching children who are blind, giving them a perspective, teaching them to be strong, teaching them to reach and follow their dreams and teaching them that they don't always have. It's interesting because I also teach them that they don't always have to live and breathe music if that's what they don't want to do. If they want to do something else, I try to be that balancing influence because we all know that we have somebody in our lives that practice piano, practice, practice, practice. Well, that's great. And that, that is the only way to achieve excellence, but there is other things in life that you must do. And I try to identify with them on that level because that's how I felt when I was a kid. So of course, that's how they're gonna feel. So when I've been teaching at that academy for a, around 10 years off and on, I've also, in addition to teaching and, and writing music, I also played at several restaurants in the local area and I've been in bands playing various instruments. So now obviously that obviously when COVID hit, I had to retool everything. And now I'm doing things online. I'm offering teaching services online and people can contact me if they're interested in that. But it's, it's really been a learning experience trying to set things up online, talking to people on social media, and really as, as far as opening up personal personal relationships like I have with you, it's been really enlightening and I, I feel this energy right now. And it's branched out into other, other areas also as well, like writing short pieces, poems, and just seeing where that goes. And that's been, <laughs> that's been recently, that's been within the last few days. So that's a, a little bit about my career and a little bit about what I've been doing. Yeah. Wow, this is so awesome, Eddie. I'm learning a lot. Hello, my name is Saddam Ahmed and I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprises. At Accessible Technology Solutions, we offer highly customized training for all your adaptive technology needs, whether it be JAWS for Windows, for someone who's recently gone blind, whether it's learning your Mac, or harnessing the amazing potential of your iPhone using adaptive technology like VoiceOver. For more information, please visit us on the website, www.accessibletechnologysolutions.com. I'm Saddam underscore Ahmed 11 on Twitter at Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprise on Facebook or email us sadam at sadamahmed.com. Accessible Technology Solutions. Your problems, our solutions. guest today is Mr. Eddie Salcido from California, right? Yes, that's correct. You stated that you worked with um, Mr. David Pinto this, at the Music School for the Blind? Correct, yes. 
and also you stated somewhere along the line that um, you you taught and still continue to teach computer music. Yes, I did. I I only taught. Uh, well, the idea is to maximize the potential in both of your hands. Now, interestingly enough, for most of my life, I've had a very lazy, lazy left hand. And so my right hand would would do many of the things that the left hand would, would want to do, that should do. Like my, my right hand is here, uh, whereas my, my right hand can be here. Now I'm doing the non-lazy left hand. <laughs> so I've developed a way to figure out where my hand should go using the black keys as a guide. And now there are, when I say black keys and white keys, that means to, to, the, to the civilian, to the layperson, the black keys are the ones that are raised up and the uh, white keys are the ones that are, that are down. So that's how that works. And you can actually, as a blind or visually impaired person, learn to use the piano and not have such a lazy left hand by referencing those black keys, sort of similarly to the way you would type. kind of read braille or use a cane. Oh, okay, I see. Hmm. Yeah. Do you mind playing something for us or something short? Absolutely, I will do that. Yeah. I will be improvising something. I don't know what yet. Here we go. Awesome. I love this. Okay, I want Thank to you. um instrument which is the guitar, my favorite. <laughs> All right, let me let me pull that out here. I've got it right here. And oh. this is a the a nylon string guitar because uh, all the guitars are pretty much in weird places to pull out, so. Yeah. Let's see. I'll I'll do a song of mine. Uh, I'll do one verse of it. More of a country song. I've been honky talking, dang near all my life. 35 years old, ain't got no kids or wife. Sometimes I sit and think. Before I take that drink, this loneliness just cuts me like a knife. 
God's eyes they seem to have it all. Some want to come and catch them when they fall. Hold my hand and guide me. Please come stand beside me. Won't you be here when the good Lord comes to call? Oh, you deserve a concert, Eddie. This is awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. What strings would it have and um, the key chords of the guitar? Well, this is a this is a six string. This is a nylon string, and uh, it hasn't been played in a while, so. That's why it's uh, slightly out of tune, but this this one is a nylon string. Um, it's got six strings. Now they've got 12 string guitars. And I don't have those, but they do have a fuller sound. So that was the key of G that I was playing in. And it's a kind of a really nice, slow key. And uh, I really like it because a lot of people can identify with it. There's something about that key that, that elicits a response in the audience so it's uh it, it's wonderful I, and this this also this song can be found on my first album called red mexican <laughs> and that that is r-e-d-n-e-x-i-c-a-n not mexican but mexican because it's uh it's a play on words it's a cross between redneck and mexican because i'm i'm uh mexican oh, as well so where did that name come from? <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's that's what it is, and I, I've actually been using that handle for a while on on uh, gosh, ever since the MSN days. Redneck. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's actually the name of my first album. You can find that uh, if you go to any of anywhere where online music is sold: YouTube, uh, Spotify, Google Play, any of that, iTunes. Uh, it's even on Apple Music, you can just say "Play Eddie Salcedo" and it'll play, and uh, it's really fun. Yes. So the next extra instrument is the clarinet. Yes. Let me get that out here. Now, now, interestingly enough, this this was an instrument that I picked up very recently. I, I played it uh, for years before, but it, it wasn't something that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Until I started, until I started teaching it at the Academy of Music for the Blind, which I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I really started getting the nuances of it down. And so, it, it's a bit of a more of an unforgiving instrument because it's a woodwind, but it's it's you have to kind of really make sure that there's no squeaks in it, and.
my god! <laughs> I know quite a few persons mixed up the difference between clarinet and saxophone. What is the difference? The difference is that they're, they're cousins. Um, the saxophone is a curved instrument. Of course, you have the soprano sax. That's a straight instrument, so so it's more like a clarinet, but the 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 bore is different. In other words, the 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 wideness of the tubing is different. So the saxophone is is a much bigger instrument, and that's the that's the alto that I have uh, here in front of me, and uh, we can play that if you'd like. Right ahead. This instrument I got in Colorado, and I took it back with me to mm -hmm. California, so. Let's hear it. a concert <laughs> music and entertainment so eddie tell us more about the saxophone and the uh, clarinet well the, the the saxophone and the clarinet they are reed instruments and what that means is that that you put a piece of wood on the mouthpiece and it makes it's it's a much different sound than the flute for example where you just blow across a hole, like a Coke bottle. But the, the, the saxophone was invented in 18 sec, uh, 1860 by a guy named Adolf Sax. He kind of made that instrument off the, the basis of the clarinet. So the, the saxophone has sort of clarinet fingerings, but the, the clarinet you have to you have to cover the holes more with your fingers now the the, the saxophone uh, the keys cover those holes and that, that's that's those are some of the differences and the embouchure is sort of the same but th there's differences you have to hold your jaw a different way you have to hold your mouth a different way but uh, they're they're mostly similar Wow, I'm loving this. Before we wrap up, Eddie, uh, you play the flute as well? I do. Do you mind giving us a, a short piece? I will definitely do that. It'll be shorter than the last one, I promise. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. let me just put that for last then. So, Eddie, uh, could you tell us about your 
your business you said you said you teach you teach classes online how can person get in touch with you and what can they expect from mr salcido well, they, they can get in touch with me via facebook if you look for eddie salcido e-d-d-i-e and then my last name is s-a-l-c-i-d-o and also rednexican75 at twitter and uh, my email is rednexican75 at gmail.com and I'll spell that out R-E-D-N like Nancy E-X-I-C-A-N 75 at gmail.com and and what I offer is classes and it's totally by ear I do not I do not feel that I'm qualified to teach Braille music at this point, but I can definitely teach you music theory, teach you how to play by ear. Uh, I offer classes in piano, flute, sax, clarinet, and guitar, and some vocals. Uh, I'm, I'm not a vocal technician or an opera singer, but definitely can help with the pitchiness and a little bit of projection of the voice. So I, I'm really excited about it because there's there's such a demand for people who want to just learn things. And with, with COVID hitting everybody, people are looking for things to do. And uh, you, you, can, you can direct message me, like I said, on Facebook. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. And uh, I would love to go further with with whoever wants to pursue their interest in music how do you teach the music on zoom or what platform because you know you have to share the artists that you can hear and how do you know what they're doing if they're incorrect tell us well i have perfect pitch so i can hear what's going on and also with the sound uh, if, if somebody isn't making the right sound with the flute, uh, I can I can kind of tell that as well because you do this for so long and you can hear what they're doing. And it is a challenge, but it's certainly not one that's insurmountable. There's so many ways to do things. Um, there are so many alternative techniques that you can use. So I'm, I'm excited about doing that as well far as because I'm learning things too I'm, I'm learning how to how to do all of this new stuff as well so uh, I am not not the uh, music theory part I, mean, I know all that but as far as the technology goes so it's gonna be a good learning experience for everybody I think and one of the things that I I, I noticed is that hey you got to put your your phone in landscape mode that's how a lot of people because it's more it's more spatial you know <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's uh, the spatial aspect to, to this is is really important too. That's awesome. There you have it, folks. Mr. Eddie Salcido from California, aka Red Mexican. I love that name. Thank you. Life is a journey. Live good, love God. One love, one heart. Let's get together and feel good. Blessings. Taking us out with the flute is Mr. Eddie Salcido, aka Red Mexican. Get away, Mr. Flute. <laughs>